Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. After the massacre in South Carolina, knowing that it was racially motivated, there was a Confederate flag bumper sticker on the alleged shooter who has confessed on Dylan Roof's, or Dylan Roth, I've heard it said only Roof, but some people saying Roth, uh, on, on his car, which he, by the way, has a First Amendment constitutional right to do. But there are people that are saying, you just can't have that flag flying on Capitol grounds. After the shooting, I had tweeted that Nikki Haley, the governor of the state of South Carolina, who supports the Confederate flag being on Capitol grounds, should change her tune. Today, Senator Lindsey Graham made a revelation, as well as South Carolina Nikki, uh, Governor Nikki Haley. Here is what she said and called for earlier today. We are here in a moment of unity in our state, without ill will, to say it's time to move the flag from the Capitol grounds. 150 years after the end of the Civil War, the time has come. There will be some in our state who see this as a sad moment. I respect that. But know this, for good and for bad, whether it is on the State House grounds or in a museum, the flag will always be a part of the soil of South Carolina. But this is a moment in which we could say that that flag, while an integral part of our past, does not represent the future of our great state. The murderer now locked up in Charleston said he hoped his actions would start a race war. We have an opportunity to show that not only was he wrong, but that, that just the opposite is happening. My hope is that by removing a symbol that divides us, we could move forward as a state in harmony and we can honor the nine blessed souls who are now in heaven. And, and this, uh, some people say, is a surprise. Some people say it's no surprise. Some people say it's about time. Uh, and let's talk about this. The original historical meaning of the Confederate flag was the flag of the Confederacy. It is historical. You have a First Amendment right to have that flag on your house, on your car, on your person. But I have to say that I agree with South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, and I agree with those of you who believe it is time that this flag belongs in a museum or this flag belongs on your T-shirt. But it does not belong on government property because we are a nation that is the United States of America. The Confederacy lost. It was more than 150 years ago. 
And although it's a part of history and heritage and culture for the South, including South Carolina, it is symbols like this that at one time meant unity for the South, refers to an embarrassment on our nation, a separation of our nation, a time when brother was against brother and sometimes even had to kill their brother. And it was a time of great divide and sadness for America. That sadness and that symbol, that flag, became one of hatred for some, white supremacist of which this perpetrator, Dylan Roof, was being recruited and allegedly a part of. A flag that some say is part of the belief system of skinheads and neo-Nazis, white Aryan resistance, KKK, that white is supreme, that blacks are subhuman. This man has admitted to and confessed to taking nine lives based on the color of their skin. Even said that once he got to know them in the first hour, he nearly didn't go through with it because of who they were. That flag is painful for people in and outside of South Carolina and not just African Americans. Not everyone who has a Confederate flag as a bumper sticker, a tattoo, a t-shirt, or on their house is a racist. Don't misunderstand. But so many racists have taken it to be their symbol. So isn't it time, and isn't it about time, and some would say long overdue, that the Confederate flag is removed from Capitol grounds in South Carolina. And by the way, not just in South Carolina. Shouldn't it be done in places like Georgia and others where they're on public property, governmental property, paid for by tax dollars. Tax dollars that come from white supremacists, tax dollars that come from people of color, or people that may have no opinion on this. But today, the governor of South Carolina, you heard, we played that audio, called for the removal of the Confederate flag from the grounds of the Statehouse in South Carolina. Senator Lindsey Graham, Tim Scott, alongside Governor Haley at the announcement, there are growing calls in the state of South Carolina to remove the Confederate flag from the grounds of the Statehouse. Trending has been a hashtag, take down the flag. More and more people, hundreds gathered for a protest rally against the Confederate flag in Columbia, South Carolina, just two days ago. Now, the two senators did not speak at the announcement, but sources earlier today told CNN that both Senators Lindsey Graham and Senator Tim Scott are endorsing the decision to remove the flag from the state legislature's grounds. The shift... From these top elected officials, because it would be a shift for both Graham and Scott as well as Governor Haley. The shift marks a momentous milestone. This is a debate that is decades old. It's been reignited, as you know, and has certainly gained momentum in the wake of the deadly racially motivated shooting shooting that killed nine African-Americans last week in South Carolina. Less than a week after that shooting, less than a week after that massacre, that terrorist activity, heinous murder spree, the call came. The call for the Confederate flag to be taken down. Now it snowballed from protest and local officials and civil rights activists to upper echelon 
of South Carolina society and then South Carolina politics. Quote, NAACP president and South Carolina native Cornell William Brooks said during a press conference just before the weekend, quote, we cannot have the Confederate flag waving on the grounds of the state capitol. That symbol has to come down. That symbol must be removed from our state capitol. And the calls from top South Carolina politicians to take down the flag quickly reached beyond South Carolina. And honestly, now it's in the politics of the presidential election for 2016. GOP presidential candidates late last week hesitated to weigh in on whether the Confederate flag should remain on the grounds of the state legislature. And the only time like, if you have no backbone, you shouldn't be president. I don't care if you're left, you're right, you're female, you're male, what color you are. Okay, if you're Democrat, Republican, I don't care. You have no backbone, you shouldn't be president. Now, a state, North Carolina, excuse me, South Carolina, that is home to an early and crucial primary contest. So what did most people do? It's up to the people of South Carolina. Now, at least you're weighing in and you're passing the buck to them to a degree. But that is true, isn't it? That is their decision to make. I live in California. There's not a Confederate flag flying here unless it's on somebody's house. Now, from the heights of the South Carolina GOP, the political establishment there, to the GOP presidential field, there are more and more Republicans, more and more people on the right, politicians and otherwise, who are backing off their support of the Confederate flag and its presence on state property. And by backing away, it frees them of that issue because that issue could sting them, hurt them more than help because they need to appeal to the party's conservative base. And within that base are some that are going to be saddened as the governor, Governor Haley of South Carolina, referenced in her speech earlier today. Lindsey Graham's an example of that. He's a candidate for president. He stands to benefit as he positions himself ahead of the pack of the primary foes on this issue, reinforcing his tepid status as a South Carolina favorite son. And he's not going to be the first in the GOP pack of 2016 that are going to back the flag's removal. But he may be credited with moving the needle because he spent the past few days quietly urging South Carolina politicians to take action. It amazes me. Graham has become more and more liberal the longer he's a politician. It amazes me, whether it's immigration or this flag. The South, oh, by the way, after the shootings, there was another issue that a lot of people aren't talking about. It was talked about more last week. I do want to add it into the mix today. That the federal flag, our flag, our stars and stripes, our American flag is flying at half-mast for the victims. That the state flag of South Carolina is flying at half-mast for the victims. But that very Confederate flag erected in front of the State Congress building in Columbia, South Carolina, was not flying at half-mast. President Obama is, uh, you know, as, as we know, going to be delivering the eulogy at the funeral of the Reverend Clementa Pickney, the state senator who was killed in the church shooting. Vice President Biden will be joining the president. And the remarks you heard the governor deliver just an hour, less than an hour ago, confirmed that she, in fact, you heard, has called for the flag's removal from the state capitol. You heard her. She's asked for it. I agree with her. I think one of the few, if not only, things I agree with her on, and it is about time. It is long beyond time. Let's take some calls and 
just a moment. We're going to be going to break, and here are some questions I'd love for you to answer. You heard my take on it. I don't believe this flag has any business, any place on government property, on public property. But before I give you your questions, you know, this debate has taken on new meaning in light of these deaths. You know, online, you have a guy, Dylan Roof, a white supremacist, avowed white supremacist, confessed shooter of those nine people, holding a Confederate flag and a gun. He said he wanted to start a race war. Perhaps the good that comes out of the death of these nine people, if you can find good, is that this flag comes down. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. Is it time to take the Confederate flag from the Capitol building in South Carolina? Is it time to take it down? Do you agree with me and Governor Nikki Haley? I don't think you'll ever hear me say that again. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. South Carolina Republicans, the Governor Haley, Senators Lindsey Graham and Tim Scott calling for the removal of the Confederate flag from the state grounds in South Carolina. Is this the turning point in this debate, America, or is it just the turning point in this debate in South Carolina? We've had this debate before in Georgia. 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543. And be honest, why do you think they changed their tune? Lindsey Graham's running for president. Nikki Haley wants to be governor again. And what doesn't want to be viewed as a man with a Confederate flag and a gun, 21, who took nine lives to his own admission? 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543. And will the South Carolina State Legislature follow suit? 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543 is the number. By the way, they need two-thirds to take it down. Uh, why would any state, because, I mean, if she proposes it, it doesn't come down. She's not a dictator. She's a governor. State legislature has to have a two-thirds vote to take it down. Two-thirds majority. Why would any state that prides itself on being a part of the United States still fly a Confederate flag at its capital? The war ended over 150 years ago, and by the way, you in the South, sorry, you lost. And we as a nation won, because we're united. 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543 is the number. What does the Confederate flag mean to you? What does the Confederate flag represent to you, America? 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537-543. And one last one. When you're driving behind a car that has a Confederate flag bumper sticker... You see a guy with a Confederate flag tattoo or T-shirt on his chest or flying in someone's front yard or on their house. Be honest. How do you view that symbol? Do you view it as a symbol of hate? And what is your first opinion of the person connected to that symbol? If it's on their chest, on their body, on their house, on their yard, on the vehicle, what do you think? What does that symbol mean to you when you look at it? What do you think of that person? I'm going to be very honest. I think the person's Southern. I think they're probably racist. I really do. And I usually think they're not very educated. Sorry, being honest. That's what I think. The symbol, it's offensive to me. And I'm a white girl. What do you think of the Confederate flag? Governor of South Carolina, Nikki Haley, says time to take it down. I agree. And we're not talking about anybody personal. We're talking about public government property. Let's go to the call, starting it out in Norfolk, Virginia, on line two. Oh, I'm sorry. Cliff, uh, give us a buzz back. Your line probably went out. Let's go to Mark in San Francisco, line three. Mark, good afternoon. Leslie, what that flag means to you, you, you described, it means to me. I see it the same way you do, that Confederate flag. Why? Why do you think that is? 
I, I just think that when I see it, I see somebody usually white, southern, uh, who is uh, anti-minority. Uh, I, I, I see hate when I see that, that flag. I'm in San Francisco. It, it, it doesn't fly anywhere near here. I can tell you that. So when you, you live in a city, and I've lived in San Francisco, it's a beautiful city, but it's also a very tolerant city. Um, and uh, and more so perhaps than most cities in, in this country. Uh, and I've lived in most of the large cities in this country. Do, do, you, do you think that, because that, that's what it speaks to to me, that flag is intolerance and ignorance and anger and hatred. Yes, that's how I see it. And, you know, uh, what I wanted to also mention, Leslie, is not only bringing the flag down, that's a start, but there has to be more than that. I mean, when you look at the, the Republican Party, they won't uh, basically let minorities vote. They're, they're against creating jobs that would help minorities. They demonize minorities because of food stamps. Uh, you know, this whole... Uh, this i got to take a break, Mark. Mark, hold on. I'm going to let yeah. you finish. i can take a quick break. We'll come right back to you. If you're holding, hang tight. And Cliff in Norfolk, you can give us a buzz back. Cliff uh, jumped off. You want to race him for that slot on line two. Give us a buzz. 8886-LESLIE. How do you view the Confederate flag when you see it on a bumper sticker on a car in front of you? What do you think of the flag? What does it mean to you? What do you think of the person driving that car? Be honest. 8886-LESLIE. And we're back. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio. Back to Mark in San Francisco, Line 3. Mark was sharing with me that he shares uh, in the same mindset of the mindset of a person with a Confederate flag. And, Mark, I'm being honest. I, I'm being extremely judgmental, but I think of this. I asked you why you live in San Francisco. I've lived there. I grew up in Boston, and I think it was, you know, some of that north-south, you know, you know, Yankee, you know, Yukon Jack versus uh, Southern Confederate kind of thing, to be honest. But go ahead. You were saying before the break. Well, I was saying that taking down the flag is a great start, but there's other things that need to be addressed. I mean, we we have these uh, Republicans who basically have demonized minorities as problems that they're lazy and and they don't want to give them health care, they don't want to you know give give jobs to Americans that would help a lot of the, a lot of the minorities. Uh, their voting rights are being attacked. I mean, we we have uh, a poison in this country, and I, I'm going to blame the GOP. For, and hate radio for uh, promoting this, uh, uh, you know, uh, division in this country. And it's got to be called out and stopped. This Republican Party's got to change. They can't go around demonizing minorities as the problem when their policies have caused them. So the flag is one thing, but to me, it's going to take more than that. I want to see these Republicans let minorities vote, let them be a part of this country again, because they're dividing us. All right. Thank you. Uh, uh, appreciate it. Very well said. Very passionate. Mark, do call us again there in SFO. Thank you. Uh, Thanks, Leslie. Thank you. We continue with the calls. 8886-LESLIE. And Art in New Mexico is just going to you. What is this with cell phone hell today? Art, give us a buzz back. Uh, we Let's go to Rico in Alabama, line two. Rico, good afternoon. Hello, Leslie. How you doing? Good. How you doing, Rico? I'm, I'm great. I'm great. Um, well, actually, I have a story that will flow. Uh, it goes great with what you're talking about. Um, I went into a, a, a bar and saw a gentleman probably in his early 20s. He had on a Confederate belt. He had on the, the Confederate um, hat and everything, like the whole ensemble. So I questioned him, like, you know, why are you wearing this? So, of course, the rhetoric is part of my heritage. It's part of my history. So... You know, as as we go, you know, we kind of we went back and forth. You know, I'm hitting him with facts or whatnot. He tell, he's hitting me with certain opinions. So, 
his final um, reply to me was, "Well, it was all business. It wasn't. It, we that people didn't want to lose their land or lose their property, quote unquote." And my reply was, "Your your property were human beings. They were people. They were black people. And but in that mindset, it's I think it's still lingering within the culture which is represented by the Confederate flag." Wow. Very, very good. I have to say, Rico, we had a little laugh at your expense. Can I share with you? Yes. I live in Los Angeles. I got a lot of Ricos here. (laughs) (laughs) And when I saw Rico in Alabama, I said, and we we were like, the Rico from Alabama. (laughs) I was like, I'm so sorry. Listen to to my prejudicial northerners here, right? There are Ricos in Alabama. Uh, That is correct. (laughs) uh, uh, Rico, anything else you want want to say about this issue and about that flag and about Governor Haley's remarks? Um, well, I, I, I think she, she, she is doing the right thing. Hopefully it's not a political move and that it actually, that's actually coming from the heart. Um, and that the, the flag is, it should, it should come down. That's, that's, you know, that's equivalent to us waving a British flag. Um, you know, you know, because in the war back in, back in the days or whatnot, um, that's equivalent to you. That's just like us going over into other countries. That's, over a, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. If somebody had a British flag on their house, now what would you think? Now, see, if I saw a British flag in somebody's house, I assumed I would assume they're British. But you know, right. there are people driving down the street that would be like, "Well, if you liked it there so much, go back." Right. <laughs> well, and that's another thing. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go further. We have an issue in California with Mexican flags. Mm-hmm. People from Mexico flying their flags or people from Dominican Republic or wherever on their cars. I've seen this issue when I lived in Florida, when I lived in New York and living in California, both in the north and the south of the state. And, uh, you know, the people have, a, you know, an idea. If you if you like it so much, go back. You're an American. Fly the American flag or the American flag on your chest. And, and it's odd that we don't have, for many people who think that way, the same mindset with the Confederate flag. You know, we could say go back there or go back to that time. And I would imagine some of them wish they could. Well, uh, I, this is only my opinion. But California did used to be Mexico. <laughs> we looking at it. I do know that. I do know that. I do know that. And New York and a great part of the United States used to be Spain, technically. It was the Spanish territory. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Rico, anything else, my dear? Uh, no, no, great job. Love your show. Um, I, I support you guys all the way. All right. Thank you uh, for the call. Let's go back to Art. He's back in New Mexico. Art, hanging up on me. No, I'm just joking. Hey, Art, good afternoon and welcome back. I don't think you want to talk to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I got another freaking Mexican. Yeah, turn phone. your all right, turn yeah. your radio off, sweetie. There's a delay. It'll get confusing. There we go. What I'm you... thinking, oh, thank you, said It's another Mexican on the phone. Forget it. No, 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 no. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I lived in Mexico. I love my Mexicans. Okay, all right. Uh, what, what, what's your take on this? You know, the problem with that flag is I... I I had quite a few friends. I called you the other day, ex-military, and I had a few friends in the military who were from Texas. And, you know, their comment was, the South will rise again. And I said, put the damn flag in the trash. The South will not rise again. The South will be just as great as it was before. It just will not rise again. And by that, he meant, yes, we're going to come back and we're going to own our slaves. And I said, no, you're not. That flag just needs to come down. It's not a state flag. It's not a, you know, a flag for our country. It is a racist flag. 
It, you know what it is, Mar- Art? Art. It really is a mindset. And, you know, why would anyone want to display that mindset? And why would anyone in any state want to tolerate or be around people with that mindset? Art, they have a rude awakening people that have this belief and would and like that flag, want to keep it up, wear it on their chest, tattoo it on their body. Because in the year 2050... Definitely by 2054, white people in the United States will not be a majority, and that's and that's got to scare the living bejesus out of those folks. And that scares them. That scares them a lot, and you know that's one of the that's one of the things that they keep hanging on to this flag, thinking that it's history for them. I'm sorry, it's the wrong end of history. I agree. It's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a flag that represented the wrong thing for this country. No, no absolutely. I, I'm sorry, when you see an African-American president, we're not, we're not going back to, to slavery. I, I mean, I, are there are, ter- are terrible things ahead, perhaps, uh, historically in the United States and throughout the world? I mean, there'll always be some group, unfortunately, it seems that will be oppressed. Uh, but I, I don't th- I know I will bet money that, uh, yeah, nobody's going back to slavery and, and, and nobody should ever want to enslave any human being. Art, right, thank you for the call. Drive carefully, my friend. You're welcome. Call, thank me you. Another, call me another time. I appreciate it. I will. All right. Let's go to the state where it's all happening. And the governor today has said take has been saying take that flag down. And so have some conservative people, such as Senator Lindsey, Lindsey Graham, who hasn't said it, but he apparently pushed for this. Let's go to Mike in the state of South Carolina. Line two. Mike, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hi, how you doing today? Good, how are you doing, Mike? I'm doing all right. I might agree with my governor, but she has no power. No, she, she doesn't have the power to take it down. She has the power to say it. But those that she have the power... The, she what? has the power to say it, right? but she doesn't have... You didn't... Okay, you saw maybe Lindsey Graham there and the other... And Tim Scott... But you didn't see any anybody from the legislature there. Now that's a very good point. There was no uh, representative from the state legislature in the in your great state of South Carolina, Mike. So tell me, do you think that this is just going to be a lovely press conference and lip service, and the flag won't come down because you won't get the two thirds majority vote you need in your state legislature? It's a it's going to be lip service. I think the only way that flag will ever come down. Is when there's money involved. Yeah, but there is, but there is money. Wait, wait, there is money involved because this has been so, um, just just become you know such a huge issue based uh, you know in light of these nine deaths. You know, there are people that can choose to go to South Carolina to shoot movies or to move their plants there because I don't think you guys are huge, you know, uh, people that, you know, want to move away from a state with unions, unfortunately, as some do. Um, People vacation in your state. People send their kids to college in your state. I, I think people definitely could, with their consumerism, um, you know, turn away from South Carolina if this flag does but, not come down. But, you, but you've got to have some big company that says, the, your okay, a big company in South Carolina is BMW. We make cars here from them. If they said that it affected their sales, that we can, I mean, it's going to affect their, the people that come to work for me. Just like in Indiana, just like in Indi- just like in Indiana, with with regard just to like legislation in and, and, and businesses turning gay people away. You know, the, the, the only reason that the flag in, in 2000 moved from the top of the state house 
to a flagpole out front was because the NCAA was not going to play uh, any games here. Uh, you talking no, about they didn't it wasn't because it wasn't because they had compassion in their hearts no you There's know what no but honestly honestly un, I hear you but uh, do you think come on do you think about most politicians I think some do or make decisions I'm or announcements based on what what's in their heart no no the politicians Mike the politicians have to vote so you have to worry about your politicians the politicians yeah, are going to poli- be voted on one Hey, and you're saying, well, look at the other states, you know, other people in the country that don't like it. Hey, remember, this is the state that went to went to war, went started the Civil War, and started the Civil War. Yeah, so you, the flag belongs in a museum, or the flag belongs, you know. Uh, oh, I, I agree with yeah. you. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, no, I, I, I hear you, but Mike, what you, I don't disagree with what you're saying. What I'm saying is that your state legislatures, uh, legislators, depending on their district and the composition of their district and what their constituents want. Now, you're in South Carolina. What do the people of South Carolina want? They want that flag well, to stay according, up? According to the last uh, poll that's been done, I don't know what the latest poll is, but a poll that was done last November, over 70% no, no. of the white people want it up and 60% of the black people want it down. you got to look at a poll since the nine people were murdered for for racially motivated reasons last week. Well, I haven't seen one of those yet, okay? Oh. And I wish, and I, I honestly, to God, I wish that they would do that. But I've lived in South Carolina for over 30 years, and compassion is not one of their high points. Well, again, you know, they care about re-election, and they certainly care about money. And they if, care it, about money. Right. And if somebody writing a check for their bid for re-election whenever it comes up is in favor of taking this down, that vote will be there. I, you know what? I don't know your composite. I will, unfortunately, I think you're right. You won't get the two-thirds vote there, and I think that's a, a very sad statement I, I, for your state. I think, I think what will happen is you're not going to get the two-thirds vote to make any changes to the flag, but you can get a new law that doesn't require the two-thirds vote and bring the flag all the way off the property. That I can see happening. I would agree with you there. agree with you there. Thank you uh, for calling, Mike. Hope to hear from you again. Thank you for joining us from South Carolina. We're going to take a break. When we come back, going all over this great country to talk to you. Where are you from and what's your take on this? The Confederate flag. Governor Haley of South Carolina says time to take it off government property. Should the Confederate flag be on state property in South Carolina, in Columbia, South Carolina, as it is now, in light of the nine people's deaths this past week, or quite frankly, in light of the fact that although it's a, you know, part of South Carolina's heritage and history, it's a war that's over 150 years old that they lost. It doesn't belong on government property. It's a symbol that means mostly negative to so many, as you're hearing on the show today. What does it mean to you? When you see that Confederate flag, honestly, what does it mean to you? And I want to go a step further. If you have a Confederate flag bumper sticker on your car or truck, can you call me? I want you to be honest with me and tell me what does it mean to you and why did you put it on your vehicle? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Or if you have a Confederate flag t-shirt, hat, 
tattoo, flags flying from your home window or lawn. What does that flag mean to you, and why do you display it in whichever way you do? We're back. Let's go to those calls. Tony in Chicago, Line 4, joining us. Tony, good afternoon. Welcome. Hi. This is nothing but lip service. She's the same woman she was yesterday, last week, whatever. All those people are. You know what I mean? I mean, come on. Nine people I do know what you mean. I, 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 I don't think it's changed her heart. But I do think it's changed what she was saying in the past. And I, uh, if any, if anything else, then if if her lead verbally can lead to uh, this vote or some legislation put forth that would make it possible, then that is a good thing. Although I agree with you, just because you say it doesn't mean your heart has changed. Your feelings. All right, and who cares? You know, I really feel like um, you know we'll see if they pass it in the legislature. See what happens with all this stuff. Why aren't we talking about? This was a domestic terrorist act. That's what we need to deal with and deal with him accordingly and find out what group he was a part of because he's not some little lone wolf. No, him. no, and that and that's true. That That's true. You know, uh, as so, a matter of fact, they do know the group that uh, recruited him, um, the white supremacist group, and uh, there are so many in America today, un- unfortunately. you know. Well, why don't we prosecute and go after them? You know, everybody can give you a float. Well, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. If he, if they did not tell him, order him, or direct him to kill these people, we have a First Amendment right to hate in this country. Oh, that's true. But if you know where they are, you better damn well believe if I started a group that was going to kill white folks, I wouldn't, uh, it, it wouldn't last two weeks. Um, you know, I would, I would imagine that if not already, if they, you know, if they've ever been violent, and he, certainly he is. Um, as a matter of fact, the leader of that uh, white supremacist group that uh, apparently, allegedly influenced him, um, and uh, you know, he has admitted to killing these nine human beings last week in Charleston at the church. Um, it was all over the news today that they donated tens of thousands of dollars to Republican campaigns. Ted Cruz's, Rick Santorum's, and Rand Paul's. I, 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 but Republicans don't want to talk about that because they want to talk about Hillary's emails and Sidney Blumenthal. Um, right. But uh, yeah. But yes. Um, the uh, the 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 organization um, has uh, you know allegedly they they recruited him. And you know I I remember years ago I I'll, I'll never forget this call. There was a guy named Bob, ironically, from Charleston, South Carolina. I kid you not. Mm-hmm. White guy, told me he was white. It's relevant that he was white. Told me he had been approached by the KKK because he had been turned down for a firefighter position because a black gentleman got the position. Mm-hmm. And the KKK had actually come to recruit him, and he asked my opinion if he should join them. And I said, I don't think you should join them. And I said, um, you know, they're they're – they're trying to get you when you're angry, you know, when you're down. He goes, what do you think I should do? I said, just keep applying. Months later, I got a letter from him that he didn't join them, and he was now a firefighter. And I'm sure he never would want to join them. You know, it's just in the midst of the anger. It's just amazing because that, that's when they get you. That's when they recruit you, and they, they play with that anger and that, that mindset. This kid was unemployed as an example, right? You know, mm-hmm. everybody can, you know, wants to blame somebody, and if you find that person to blame – you know, uh, the, 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 right, but you know, what, can, what can happen can be quite dangerous, as we know. Right. Well, they're everywhere because these aren't just, you know, people always think the people with a Confederate flag is some redneck, you know, with no teeth and a flannel shirt with no arms in it. I mean, in a truck on blocks. Right. That's ju- not true. They, and, and, they could be college educated. 
they can be all types of people. So I know I'm, I'm being honest with my my uh, judgmental, uh, you know, ignorance and, and prejudice there. Not ignorance, but you know, my my mindset growing up in in Boston when I see that symbol. By the way, um, uh, Dylan Roof said, uh, you know, when he wrote his manifesto, that he first mm-hmm. learned of quote brutal black on white murders from the Council of Conservative Citizens website. And uh, the Council of Conservative Citizens uh, allegedly is a racist organization. Well, the power for the courts, like I said, turn the light on on these groups and they run like roaches. Because if we want to go tit for tat, way more black people have been killed by police and white folks than the other way around. You know, they can can remove John Calhoun's statue from in front of the uh, thing, too. There was a staunch, uh, you know, fall for slavery. So... There's a lot of stuff that we could be working on. I hear you. We are out of time, and we have so many calls I didn't get to. But, you know, we're going to be talking tomorrow maybe about this or something related to this, not just this. I'd like to give you something new every day. So keep listening. Thank you to Marky Mark and to Andrew, my great producers, and to all of you, America. You ever hear something and know the world will never be the same? Houston, we have liftoff. Well, wait until you hear this one. Half price coffee. That's right. Get into McDonald's weekdays before 10.30 a.m. for any size premium roast coffee or iced coffee. Both made with 100% Arabica beans, both half the price. Good is brewing. And that's the sound of your morning changing. Limited time only. May not be combined with any offer or combo meal at participating McDonald's. We've got all the news right here. I'm going to stop you right there. I see you about to settle on a day-old donut for breakfast. Well, this is a chick intervention. Because McChicken Biscuits and Chicken McGriddles are now at McDonald's. So just hit that drive through and change your life. For breakfast, you got this. Wake up breakfast. Say good morning to McChicken for breakfast. Right now at your local McDonald's, you can mix and match two Chicken McGriddles or McChicken Biscuits for just $3. Price and participation may vary at participating McDonald's for a limited time.